0: You're listening to Big Wigs. The bigger the wig. The bigger the personality. Ooh, son in. Hey, Tom. Miranda? Oh, I thought I saw Miranda. Look at that,
1: babe. It's Big Wigs. You're doing amazing, sweetie. So look at Big ribs and Big Wigs. Welcome back to the pod. It's our 25th birthday. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't
0: believe it. 25 episodes. Dre, we're doing so- it. 25. You know what? Every five, we just do a big announcement. We're like, it's the 10th. It's the 15th. Because every every
1: five is a is a milestone. So 25. 25 feels like young and hot though. It feels like a a quarter of a century. You know, it's like we're on our way. What were you doing at 25? Oh God. What was I doing at 25? Um, you know what? I honestly feel like not that much. I had a day job. (laughs) (laughs) I was an assistant. Um, well, what's funny is I get you know how I used to work in restaurants like yes. I worked in fine dining for many years. A lot of people don't know that about me, but that's why I'm such an obnoxious foodie is because I worked in the industry. Okay, You're allowed just- to be obnoxious foodie now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, there comes a point when you leave the ser- food service industry and people who work in the in the industry, you will understand this. Like when you leave, you're like you feel bad eating out at restaurants because you're like, you know, everything that's going on and you're like you're like, I, I know oh, exactly yeah. what's wrong. The server's having a bad day and they're, they're they're too busy and they have too many tables, blah, blah, blah. And, and then there comes a shift just like a couple of years after that where you're like, I have absolutely no tolerance for you guys fucking this up for me. <laughs> I could do your jobs better than you. My ego like went for like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I know you're so busy, but like, can mm-hmm. we have like another, you know, can we have some more water to like, I can't believe they can't pour a fucking water. They can't tell that our table is out of water. Like we're I became, not asking for much. <laughs> like, I became no, a monster um, what was I saying <laughs> I was like where was I at tw- oh,
0: were you working Twenty-five?
1: no 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 so that was the year I said I said out loud and I wrote it down I will not work in a restaurant after 25 and I know I'm only 26 but I, I did it and two weeks before <laughs> <laughs> two weeks before my Hi. 26th birthday which we're obviously still celebrating I was straight up I quit and I got a day job because I was working nights because it was a steakhouse. It was like, you know, that's where you made the money. We didn't yeah, do lunch. And, and then I was doing stand up and like comedy. So I was like having to take off work to do shows that paid me like fucking drink tickets or, you know, $20. It wasn't working out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got a day job. Um, that's where I was at 25, really transitioning my life from, from working in a restaurant to working as an assistant, you know, all the glamorous, the glamorous things. That's what that. happens. I think that's what
0: people say life really does start to get juicy and nice in, in your thirties because you did all the, the low level jobs that you had to do. You put, you put the work in cause that's what it is. But then there is that, there is that nice quality about the young twenties where you're like scrappy. And you're just down to down to clown because you got no money anyways. You're like, what do I have to lose? Let's go
1: out. I was also in a very serious relationship at 25. It wasn't until 27 Mm. when I became the 40 year old virgin, and I was like reborn into this like (laughs) slut version of myself. Where I was like, wait, there are other people out there. Yeah. Wait, where were you when you were 25? Which is like five five minutes ago
0: five minutes.
1: Same to you. You're younger than me. You're 26. Thank you. so Thank you. un-
0: I had moved back to DC and I was working both as a podcast, like intern for my girl, Sarah Frazier. And then I was also doing, um, the morning news. I was paing at a news station. So waking up at like three in the morning, getting there at four, doing the news, hated it, hated it. But I loved, uh, just seeing the world of news. Cause I always thought I was going to be a radio personality. And then, you know, we had to do news on radio. So I was like, oh, I could easily transition. But, um, the m- early mornings, it just was
1: brutal as a, tw- as a young 20 year old. That's hard. That's really hard. Sure. Especially when you're like, wait, I'm supposed to go out at night. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, and I here at four a.m., a.m. at
0: radio. You could you could do that. I would just go straight through and then go into work at like five, kind of tipsy, still still a little buzzed. News. Oh, you cannot shit. do that because everybody else is completely sober. They've been sleeping. They're they're grown ass adults, and then they're relying on you to do the prompter. And <laughs> I'm already a spaz with anything that I have to be on time for. So I was just on edge, but.
1: I, th- I think I've told you about like when I would go out because I do comedy shows at night and I go out to the bars after. And sometimes yeah. I'd be up until the sun came up and then I had to be at work at 8 a.m. And uh, I was so bad at being on time as <laughs> <laughs> my day job. Like like so bad. I, like I don't know why I thought I could be like, oh, the, the six train again, you know, and they'd be like, we all took the six train we made we it know in. you're lying yeah i know <laughs> and I'd be,
0: la I'd be you like, can blame it on the traffic new york the trains do come so there's once in a while there's some delays which
1: i always find <laughs> happen to me i'm like i'm delayed i would always and then you'll love this i implemented all these like days into my office just to cure my own hangovers i swear oh my god. to god i was like you guys we should do like monday croissant day and they were <laughs> like that is so chic we love that and i'd get like Catered croissants Every flavor From like the nice From like St. Ambrose Like the nicest croissants oh, up, yeah Uptown And then I was like And you know what would be Even cooler Uh, Hello Bagel Fridays And they were like hello. Love it <laughs> I just I just kept spending money And they supported This goal Because <laughs> I was also Like the office manager I was like What would be more fun Than that I was like Did you hear Uber's doing puppies Today You can get You can order puppies To your office To like play for t- 20 minutes And they were like Get them
0: that's fantastic back when the days of the budgets were not like non-existent like you put it put it in the budget
1: i know not sometimes i miss my day job anything i got really good at being good at a day job by not doing much do you know what i mean i got really good yeah at hiding what the work was and just living my life today (laughs) our
0: objective is two things and then you you drag out those two things for a long time and you love
1: it that's the job I'm still close with some of my old bosses from my day job because I um I I got invited to their lobster fest in the Hamptons this summer. I was like, I haven't been invited to the lobster fest. I did it all five years I worked with them, and that's and then fancy. I was like, I know it's so fancy, it's so nice. It's like it's like a huge like big table of lobsters, and <laughs> and I, I was yeah. like, that's so nice of you to invite me. I don't think I'm going to be in town, but I I might be. So I'm like, still a maybe. But I was like, is that going to be weird? They're all going to be like. Oh, you used to work for us. What do you do now? And I'm like, I'm poorer than ever. Got a job? For me. <laughs> you got any openings over there? No, you should uh, head to the
0: Hamptons. We'll run into Be- Bethany Frankel.
1: Oh, my girl. I, can I, I tell you something? I and
0: I Anna, been tell me to something. Do a Bethany.
1: I think I want to do Dude. a Bethany.
0: It's got to be done Somebody's got to do it I started it And I wasn't proud of it But I got it
1: You got to keep it going I do, Like she sounds Like my family Do you know what I mean Like I have yeah, like My Jewish aunts From Long Island Like I'm like I could do a Bethany where she's like, let me straight up tell you about my bagels. Like I could, I was I just. Know. I gotta practice say, it. The
0: bagel video is what got me. She because she went into the bagel. She was like, there's different types of bagels. There's round bagels. There's square bagels. I know everything there is to know about bagels. She's an expert on everything. I think it would be yesterday. Fantastic. Did you
1: see her omelet yesterday? Did you guys see this? Or, my God, I say no. yesterday, but whatever it was, Tuesday, I guess. She, <laughs> I guess she's being paid by Tostitos. I fucking love her. She she's she has no shame. Like she's like, no, shame. Ad, here you go. <laughs> like, I know. But no, I, she I appreciate made an it. omelet with Tostito salsa. Now you're going to have feelings about this. I, Dre, Dre likes a good salsa. This I she literally said, here's my jar of Tostito salsa and made not even just an omelet, an egg white omelet, threw in like a couple slices of American cheese, like straight up, like like flat American cheese. <laughs> not like shredded because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like give me like a Mexican shredded cheese I could maybe we can get work down with, with that yeah a little avocado in there no she straight up like like slices of cheese and then dropped in like from the jar didn't even spoon it in just like glopped in the Tostitos salsa and uh and made an omelet and I was like This looks disgusting. I like all of these ingredients, but this looks borderline disgusting. And also, should I recreate this and do a Bethany? That was, that was my reaction to. That's obviously the first thought. Was this a sponsored ad? We're sure of it. It didn't say like hashtag ad, but she's straight Hmm. up like, I love tostitos. I love tostito salsa. I would marry (laughs) this. She does that all over my egg whites
0: <laughs> the, the the reason why she's perfect for brands is because she does that with everything she's so intense about it so if she was just to mention Tostitos which is like totally not even in her wheelhouse I would think we would believe it we're like okay if I don't see ad on there I believe that she's actually using Tostitos because she does do recipes now she's getting into
1: beauty 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 yeah yeah she's we gotta, gotta got listen new to her YouTube show Shout out to um she was on Amanda Hirsch's podcast I'm Not Skinny But Not Fat and I want to listen to it cuz it looked I was, the clips look good. The clips do look good. I was
0: I was listening to the beginning of it yesterday and um so great. Amanda reached out to her 5 or 6 years ago in the DMs I, yes, and I asked for a job and um and Bethany was asking her um, just like, would you want to work for me now? And Amanda's like, I mean, I got something going on now. It was a great, it was, it was a great intro. It was
1: a good, that's so funny. So far, and honestly, really it wasn't that long ago. It was like 2017. It and she's like, I have a bachelor's degree. And I was like, <laughs> I was like that goes stop. to
0: show you what can happen in five years. Give us five years. When you look at yeah. the trajectory of somebody's life, I was just talking to Taylor Shrekker. She was married at, at late twenties, fully married, living with her ex-husband, um, thinking about children, and what a per- what a journey change transformation she's been on in the last like six to eight years.
1: But yeah. a lot can happen. And honestly, she's living her best life. Like truly. Taylor Taylor is all over the place, having fun, touring. I'm like, so yeah, that's it's inspiring. It really is. And yeah, I think so Bethany also happen. talks about it on the podcast. Her like rags to riches story. Like she oh was like God. like poor. Like it's gonna happen for us, guys. Uh, for anyone feeling down, this is the slowest month of my life. Like I'm not even lying. Like I'm I'm just trying to get by. But ki- I don't know where I'm getting my money for rent for August. <laughs> I swear to God. This. No, no, no. I don't know what. I don't
0: think I really even talk about Mercury in retrograde, but something's going on because this month you has been like moving me. like a snail. <laughs> no, I, I I don't even know if it if it is in retrograde. What planets in retrograde now? Uranus? Because I'm moving at this at this pace of a snail. Like everything's sound, just not happening.
1: I love that you're getting into getting into the planets. I'm, Cause you know traditionally don't on this podcast start with me. I'm I'll not. be like, it's a full moon. We gotta charge our <laughs> stones and manifest tonight. And Dre's like, Anna's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, like, I'm yeah, sorry. You may have a five-year plan. I got five stars just waiting for me to put my wishes out into the universe. <laughs>
0: Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not fully bought into it, but I will fully have a conversation and talk and talk about Mercury and retrograde.
1: Yeah, but it yeah. is. It's
0: been a, it's been a slow month. So catch me up. What's going on? What's the well, hot goss?
1: The hot goss. Um, well, I was going to say it's been a slow month because of the strike. I thought that was a very good tra- transition in our industry. Excellent. You guys know the strike is still happening. The WGA strike Mm-hmm. And SAG-AFTRA was supposed to um, have their like negotiations, I guess, two weeks ago. They postponed it, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like end of June, and now it's July twelfth. And guess what? By midnight today, that's happening today. Today, that's- all of the all of the execs and the AMTPT—did I, I say that right? They're all the studios and the and the mm-hmm. SAG execs. I guess are like you know chair people are like having having the talks today. Um, so this could really shut down Hollywood. You know, If <laughs> you got no actors and no writers. Yeah. Uh, l- l- everyone else's job is really affected. Um, it's shitty. It's shitty. It's like for good reason. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it sucks now. Um, but if everybody holds out and the writers hold out and everything, which they're going to do, they've been striking for like 75 days. Then like, obviously they're going to have to come to some sort of agreement. It's just totally right now. It's like how, how long? And, um, I don't know if you guys saw this. I wanted to read this. This fucking deadline article came out yesterday and it scared the bejesus out of me. It's I, like, that's exactly rude. what I wanted you to read to me because it's so sad and so mean of them. It's it's almost like and, that, you know, that doesn't even seem real. It doesn't. It doesn't seem real. But basically here, I'll read it. Um so the studios and the AMPTP, i was i was t- letters off believe that by october most writers will be running out of money after five months on the picket lines and no work no and then shit. there's a quote there's a quote i don't know who said this quote but apparently some shithead executive said the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their homes a studio like executive who? told what deadline a- acknowledging the cold as ice approach several other sources reiterated the statement one insider called it a cruel but necessary evil it's fucked up you know because it's like on the one side all of these people who've created entertainment for years yeah. and years and years it's, that everybody consumes you know are, are just they're not even asking for that much they're literally asking for a little more they're mm-hmm. not asking to have the same fucking salary as the ceo of netflix no one's asking for that and then you have this these studios that are like, eh, let them bleed out. Let them just bleed out. And like they'll get over, you know, they'll be like, oh, we need any job, you know. Yeah. And it's such but a shitty this, fight.
0: What are the networks even doing?
1: They're they're lucky that they even have shows
0: that, I mean, I know they're blown up and they're so rich and worth millions of dollars, but for them to just side along with that and just be like, let's let them just get homeless and then they'll be well, they're desperate. They're owned
1: by the studios. So the studios own the networks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like it's disgusting WD. for them to go along with that. They, they, it's their boss they, that's who funds them I don't so give it's up not fuck. stands up for it's yourself. just all like it's just all like mess you know you can't like a network can't be like actually we want to pay our writers more because they don't they're they're literally owned by the bigger studios yeah. so yeah it's um it's messed up. I would say it's a weird time like in our industry, it's like can you meet with people? can you mm-hmm. you know pitch stuff? like it's a very hazy time and it is. And like, yes, there's commercial stuff. I don't know how the sa- if SAG goes on strike, is that going to affect commercial work as well? Probably, you know. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I imagine there are fights because AI could easily do a fucking car commercial. You know, they could get a voice to do exactly what oh. they want. The, the sorry, I'm I'm
0: she's burping. What the what? choking. <laughs> I'm drinking a a, Stop eating
1: that salsa omelet (laughs) (laughs) It's stuck in my lungs Um,
0: Yeah no that's crazy Because commercials could easily be totally Manipulated but what happens if like So I guess what I've been working on is unscripted Not reality TV But more like docu style reality comedy Um, Not that I finish anything But I'm saying like is that even allowed I'm very confused about the lines The lines are very blurred and I don't really know what's allowed versus what's not And here's another thought I'm not even in SAG yet
1: Oh, then I mean, like it's different, like hosting that. That's another clause that they need to go over. I host non-union stuff, but I'm in SAG and there's you can appear. You're allowed to appear as yourself in projects that are not union, which is a weird thing because it should just there should be a clause that like, I don't know, I'm grateful for it because I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have had certain jobs if I wasn't able to do it. But I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Unscripted stuff, I guess, is okay for now. I have no idea because, you know, if, if they shut down enough production, then it's just straight up like they're not going to have money to fund other stuff. Like it's just going to, it's just going to all trickle into each other's stuff. I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. And people are like, how's LA? Like it's like fucking ghost town. It's weird. (laughs) What do you think? Nothing's happening. Yeah. No, it is.
0: ghost town. Are people leaving? Is there going to be a mass exodus out of L.A. or people sticking sticking with it? <laughs>
1: I don't know. People are sticking know. with it. They always do. I'll tell you what's I'll tell you what's thriving, though, because of all this nonsense. The podcast world. I think we're in a great place right now to be doing a podcast because, you know, half these writers and actors who are yes. out of work are like, shit, what should we do? How could, what could we do? Well, we could do a podcast. You know, like that's going to happen. So I think there will be a mass um Exodus from acting and they're all Going to come over to the podcast Which if they haven't already I could
0: name yeah. a bajillion Actors celebrities that have Started into the podcast world And
1: uh, well we'll open We're here with open arms welcome you yeah. in You know listen it's a new chapter Of big wigs I want to say that speaking yes! Of this podcast um, we are now Working with the one and only Mike Coscarelli Mike are you on Mike are, Mike are you on Mike uh,
2: I'm here Mike, ladies are you Mike? what's going on <laughs>
1: He's here. <laughs> Say hi to all the big wigs.
2: Hello, uh, big wig fans and listeners. I'm really excited to be working with uh, these fine ladies. I think we're going to do big things. And I do think you guys are right. I think that a million people in the industry that would have never done this before out of pure necessity are coming to the podcast world.
1: Yeah. They there, are. Might,
2: there might be a Tom Cruise podcast in the next six months. <laughs> Who
0: knows?
1: <laughs> Mission Impossible, the podcast. That's how you know Hollywood's done.
0: When yeah, Tom that's, Cruz, right. that's when you know. <laughs> Starts a podcast. That's gonna he can't be the fall sign. out of the airplanes anymore. He's got to be on a microphone. He's like, that's wow, right. this is so less stimulating. Thanks, oh God, my God. Imagine
2: how much that would hurt that man's soul to not <laughs> hang on to the side of airplanes and have to interview somebody. Good God! No,
0: he's he's easily going to have to do like the longest running podcast uh, of man known. It's, it's going to be like I've been podcasting for the forty eight thousand hours straight. He just has to be oh, like I- the
1: most I- extreme. <laughs> or always just retired. tire and, and be like me and my scientology friends are gonna go to Hawaii <laughs> for a little while and uh you guys you guys enjoy I'm your made. podcasts, you guys enjoy your little yeah. microphones um he would well mike we're thrilled to work with you we're so excited you have so much experience and uh and we're trying to grow the fuck out of this show so let's let's do it this 25 you know like you said dre in your 20s you don't know what you're doing you're young you know whatever and now we're 25 and now it's time to get serious about our careers so (laughs) this is it mike give us a little little snippet
0: a background of yourself your elevator speech yeah. Be a big wig. Give us like, oh. the hits,
1: the hits. My,
2: my God. Hold on. This much talking. I should kill my AC. Give me one second.
1: No, you sound no. great. <laughs> He's like, no, because I'm going to have to edit this and I'm going to be like, oh, uh, why did you have your <laughs> AC No, you sound on. great. I can't I can't hear your AC at all.
2: Oh, I know. But this is this is the thing. So this is uh, part of my, you know, my professional, professionality. I don't even know if that's a word. Professionalism. But, yes, um, yes,
1: yes, that's the I, word. It,
2: well, it's funny because you guys were actually talking about um, uh, radio and uh, Andrea was talking about kind of like like waking up early, doing the news. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of how I started too. Uh, so that kind of warmed my heart because that made me very nostalgic hearing about all that. Yeah. Uh, like go, like going out all night in, in New York City, coming mm-hmm. in and doing like <laughs> a, a 4.30 in the morning, morning shift with like uh So back then I was working with Imus, who is now dead, but he was like a very famous, (laughs) Mm. you know, kind of semi-racist morning jock, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, that's kind of like how I got my start. I started in talk radio in New York City, and then I was also doing stand-up. And then the two worlds sort of converged. Uh, From there, I started working... On a show that I still work for called Guys We Fucked, which is a uh, you know obviously pretty big in the space. Oh me. yes,
1: we love we love Christina and Corinne. They got to come yeah. on the show sometime.
2: Hundred percent. Uh, so that's been super fun for. I think I've been working with them for about six years now, maybe seven. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's been that's been great. And then for a while I was running the po- the Betches Podcast Network. Uh, I was kind of the first one in on their network whether or not they will ever give me credit for that we'll see but
1: <laughs> come on <laughs> um
2: that was kind i i kind of like made my bones as like a podcast uh like producer in a bigger way there just because mm-hmm. uh there was a lot going on there was not a lot of help and uh we we made some shows that are pretty you know to this day i think s- still pretty well listened to and nice Now I'm just uh, working with, I I take on individual clients. I work with iHeart Media. They're kind of a big client of mine. And then I'm working with shows like yours. And obviously you guys are, you know, quickly becoming the apple of my eye. I'm super excited that we, (laughs) Anna's face. I feel like you're like like my
1: new, parent i feel like i just got adopted and i'm no, like literally i'm like wow the lunches are better at school <laughs> we we did
0: nothing we're like what did we do what 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 did we do to deserve no. this, this is well,
2: great. For, for the listeners you guys you guys came to my studio a couple weeks ago and we did uh an episode of the show there when you guys were were like together both in town and um mm-hmm. I, I just had a lot of fun even just watching you guys obviously uh andrea knows oh, yes. that that the Jennifer Coolidge impression is is really among my favorite. I couldn't even. I was laughing my ass off before she even got. I was got like, the "Is he for
0: real? Mouth. The fuck?" I was no, like, "Nobody so laughs funny. this hard."
2: Because well, because I had it. I know she's having kind of like a moment right now, and rightfully so. But I hadn't. Yeah. I hadn't heard anybody do a Jennifer Coolidge impression, and you just nailed it. Really?
0: Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm I don't like, know, everybody I... does Jennifer.
2: That's so funny. I didn't know. I didn't because I'm in. I'm in like boy world. You know, like you're I'm right. writing,
1: the best. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. She's Pink the best out. at it. So yeah, you know, you got the right one. You know, right.
2: So for me, I just like I, I just liked watching you guys do your thing. I thought it was super fun. Um, and I know you guys also have all this experience. Like, you're from the Taylor world, and and it's so much more fun to work with people that have kind of a background in broadcasting yeah. in some capacity because they just kind of it's it's just easier to get. Uh, as opposed to when you work with somebody who just is kind of like, like with iHeart, as much as I love working with them as as a company, uh, and I've worked on some cool projects, there's been a handful of talent that I had to work with that just kind of didn't really know how to do this. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're in this world where you're kind of teaching somebody on the fly how to do a podcast and how to how to interview somebody or whatever, and how to be entertaining. That's the hard thing.
1: Yeah. Really, most yeah. of the time,
2: it's like people kind of have that or they don't, and you can't really just teach somebody like this is how you captivate an audience, you know. So uh, I feel like we're like so far ahead of the game having two people that are just like so talented, and both you guys. So I'm just I'm excited to get to work.
1: Thank you. What a week! I needed that. Thank you, Mike. I know. That's so sweet. <laughs> Very
0: big wig intro. Now, Mike, tell me, what is your nationality?
2: Uh, I'm Italian and Jewish, but mostly Italian.
0: Yes! Oh, Mike. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. Mike, yeah. I'm obsessed with Italians. I'm not Italian, but I am <laughs> Italian by association. And I love my Jews. So we got Anna with the Jews. We got our Italian. Yep. I'm of Mexican descent, but I say that I'm honorary Italian. So we got a good mix here.
2: It, she can 100%. be an honorary
1: Italian Jew. Uh,
2: well, yes. I, I don't see how you shouldn't be considered that. <laughs> I mean, you know, as one big family, this is mm-hmm. this is a very ethnic podcast, and I mean, it is <laughs> my favorite type. We're gonna of, have uh, your bat
1: mitzvah by episode one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get get yeah, seriously. I'll baptize you guys,
0: and then you have, but yeah, your, the bat mitzvah was always way more fun. I mean, we we had to have like merch. You guys had, you were the first creators of like the merch for any party. We yes. were, yeah. yeah, yeah, that is so Hi. true.
1: Yeah, I gave away towels, towels. That's genius. Yeah, well on Anna's a Paradise towel. Island, honey, if you're oh, going my- to the beach, <laughs> you need to take home a towel. Okay? You need to bring your towel. <laughs> <laughs> it was themed. Okay, why wouldn't it be themed? My the lot Mrs. I went to was always like a t shirt or a mug. Yeah. And the and you always got the socks that said, I danced my feet off at Andrea's bar mitzvah. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead.
0: Oh Wait, Mike, God. did you have
1: a bar mitzvah?
2: No, I was raised Catholic, but I have uh so my mom. My mom's side of the family, uh, that's where the, the Jews are. Got so it. Got they, it. There was we were we were Jewish in the way where it was certainly around culturally. My my grandparents are everybody's like originally from Brooklyn. So it's at, at certain points, it all kind of runs together. You know, there's mm-hmm. like a there's a type of person from an era yeah. of New York where you can't really tell if they're, like, Italian, Irish, Jewish, Puerto Rican. They just so are, like, from Brooklyn, you know?
1: <laughs> so my, yeah, grandma, my background is
2: Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, we would... I definitely went to a lot of bar... Well, not a lot, but I went to a, a good amount of bar mitzvahs when I was a kid. And my grandma, every now and then, like, we would go, like, eight years in between celebrating any of the Jewish holidays. So, like, I remember doing like a Seder when I was like a, like a kid and then we kind mm-hmm. of do it and then we're just kind of like, this sucks. Doesn't it? <laughs> so then we just like stop doing it. <laughs> and then 10 years later, my grandma will be like, Hey, I kind of, you know, I really want to do another Seder. I think it'd be fun. It's time. And then, yeah. And then you just get over there again and you're just like, all right, I remember why we're not really doing this this much. There's not a ton of food. <laughs> there's not like, cause they're, they're so different, you know, those Italian holidays and the, the Catholic holidays and the Jewish holidays are like, you know, um, Anna I don't back me up on this or maybe don't Uh, A lot of Jewish holidays are really depressing
1: Some are sad Yeah I mean most most I'd say have a have a sad you know origin story Right but I think some some like I like Passover It's not a happy story but I like the holiday Like I enjoy the Seder I like the I I like the foods You know I like I like doing matzah for a week we yeah. did a whole Seder slash Easter episode of this when Dre was doing Easter, because Andrea is very religious and and I was doing Seder and we were it was very it was very funny.
2: So <laughs> um, what is what is a, a Mexican Easter look like? Because for Italians, Easter is the day. Like Easter is the, the the holiday where we just stuff ourselves.
1: Yeah. Well, what's your honestly- mom's
2: background?
0: Your mom? My mom is is American. She's got a little Dominican in her, but um, that's why she gets like super tan and looks kind of Spanish, but she's uh, mostly American, but she's raised Catholic. So both sides were Catholic. Easter, Mexican Easter, we do do the church and we do a big dinner, but really our, our celebration, I would say, is Christmas mainly.
2: Yeah. We do like one. way
0: more things than like, yeah, a lot of more foods are uh, surrounded around like Easter probably. Yeah. Thanksgiving eh. day of the dead Halloween. We do some stuff for that.
2: So, oh, so there you yes. go. That's, that's where the differences come in. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like m- most Catholics have versions of those holidays that are like similar enough where it is just like, again, for, for Italians, it's just like stuff as much food into your face as you can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. And my mom would always threaten me because obviously, like I'm, I'm as a single person, these conversations come up with my mom every now and then about like, yeah, what, what's the deal, you know?
0: And when sure. I was a
2: kid, my what are do you doing? Yeah, right. Like, like I why haven't we heard about any girls in three years, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> my mom used to tell us, uh, me and my sisters, when I was growing up, that like, uh, uh, because she didn't want it, she wanted us to obviously try to marry like an Italian girl. So my mom, would uh, always say, of
0: course,
2: obviously, yeah, my mom would always say like, yeah, you know, during Christmas, she'd be feeding us and she'd be like, you, you like this stuff for, for Christmas and Easter? You like when we make the eggplant and you like when we make <laughs> the, like the, the the raviolis and stuff? And we'd all yes. say, yeah, of course, this is great. She's like, if you marry an Irish girl, you're going to have ham on Christmas.
0: You won't have any of this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> she choose right.
2: Dangle it in front of us that like if you want these traditions to keep going, because as a kid. Uh, I didn't realize that we didn't do that. Not everybody did this for, for the holidays. Yeah.
1: We just figured right? everybody
2: ate ravioli on Christmas and stuff. And then you get to You're school spoiled. and people are like, yeah. So
1: I'll say as a, as a girl who grew up conservative Jewish, we were very aware of what was happening on Christmas that we were not a part. <laughs> of. <us.
2: laughs> so what is, what, what would you have taken from Christmas? If you could have, if you could take one thing,
1: if I could do one thing.
2: if You could do one thing and not feel like uh, like guilt about it, because we all know that where the guilt lies. But
1: oh, yeah, I would never have a tree. I learned that about me. Um, I think I do like we, we've done the seven fishes the night before. Isn't that nice. funny? My mom like gets in theme and she's like, let's do seven fishes on Christmas Eve. And we're like, OK, from your conservative <laughs> Jewish family that rocks because <laughs> we like <laughs> seafood. I don't know. Why
0: not? Yeah. <laughs> it would be, OK, so adopting the food certain yeah,
1: food, food traditions yeah. for sure yeah Def. um deaf that i'd say not really worth adopting any of the jewish tradition foods <laughs> you know traditions i don't know Although i, I miss, will say, I love matzo ball soup
2: and my mom my, my mom and my grandma definitely used to make latkes they'd have like a night where they would like make mm. latkes for the season when i was a
1: kid i forgot about those yeah that shit you, those you can take. Yeah. yeah those are good no one everyone run. loves a fried potato
0: no, yeah. one loves it. no one's gonna
1: refuse a fried potato <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely um, <laughs> definitely well, not we well, don't we- want this to be awkward when we put in a, a little baby ad in here so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back How cute is that? There is one comment on our podcast. You guys better put some more comments on there that says, "Hey, what's with the random ads coming in between your sentences?" I and they're like, Spanish listen. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Ilaria, she broke into the computer and she was just like, I'm so sorry. Don't oops, oopsie daisy." Yeah, my kids. <laughs> they they hit the button. I don't know. Um, We we program the ads, but for some
0: reason, sometimes there's like some issues with like when it actually goes in. So we're leaving a clean break and that's working.
1: Yeah. And I just want you guys to know these ads are making us a ton of money right now. (laughs) We made $11 and 14 cents last month. So we are rolling in the dough. My, yeah, my latte here costs more than that. (laughs) If you're going to Erewhon, but yeah, I didn't go to Erewhon. Um, Anyway, catch me up on something. We both had weird weeks. I I had a weird week. You're you're still setting up your apartment. I had a sad (sighs) week. I don't want to get too into it. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you all know that my beloved Joey, my parents, he's my parents' dog. But I like was with I'm with him all the time. He's like a part of the family. I know. Got really sick three days ago and was put to sleep yesterday. And it's just crushing my whole family. So I'm sad. We're all
0: thinking about you. What's so sad is just how quick it happened because Ugh. it was one second to one second and your parents had to make a staff decision and that's the hardest decision to make.
1: And they were Hands away. Down. They wouldn't have gone away had they known he was sick. They were away. They had to fly back. They flights canceled. It was a fucking nightmare the last few days. And like Jared and I literally just keep crying. We just keep looking at each other and like crying and we're like, oh my God, Joey's not here anymore. It's so sad. He was young. He was really, he just turned six that's like sad. last month. I know. And, tell, and he had so much energy. What kind of doggy he was. He's a beautiful red labradoodle. I just put up a whole 10 photo, Mm -hmm. you know, carousel of it on my Instagram. And I was I asked my mom, I was like, do you mind if I post like because they were really like it was a really, really hard day yesterday. And I said, do you mind if I post? And she was like, if you want, like she didn't care. My mom doesn't really care about Instagram. Yeah. And um. And I almost think it was good. I did. It was cathartic for me, you know, going through all my old photos and videos. It's like almost like I always do that when someone passes away. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to look at like everything I've ever done with this person or whatever. Um, And so I did make a post and she both my parents texted me. Thank you for your really nice post. So I think they oh. liked it. I think they liked seeing That's nice. that. You know, it was like, because I, I memorialized him in a nice way. You know, he really. You have to. Uh, yeah. It's so, it's so sad. Uh, it's I'm not so going to cry. It's- I can't cry right now. I'm like, okay, right now. But yeah, I woke up at it's- like 4 a.m. And you're just like thinking about it. You're like, oh shit, go to sleep, go to sleep.
0: <laughs> Let me forget the about l- it. It's so true the about The loss of a pet. <laughs> memorializing them yeah i made a, a collection video from like start to finish like getting the dog as a puppy and then you show their life and like how, how much they meant to you and all they went through and like building that story i think just as a creator or some, somebody who's like you just have to make something like that because it really does help us um yeah i don't know if it helps other people but i think it's always good to make a video or a collaboration or like a collage of the pictures because um you remember all the good times you know it's like a f- whole yeah. storyline of their life yeah
1: and we've had dogs pass before, like, you know, the dogs we had growing up and stuff, but like, Joey was young. This was out of the blue. You know, it's one thing. It, it's mm-hmm. never easy. I'm not saying, oh, it's easier when your dog is old or your cat is old. Absolutely not. You live but like yes, know this as a family member, but yeah. you can at least kind of be like, they had such a fulfilling life, a full life. Like this was a life cut short and it's just crushing my parents. So Anyway, if you're listening and you know the Roycemen, send them send them some love cuz they need it right now. I know. <gasps> I should DM your
0: mom. I don't have her number, but it's always hard when somebody passes you have to kind of like send the text it's like don't feel like you need to answer I'm just sending love
1: yeah it's always like with that
0: text but
1: I know there were so many comments on my post and I was like I'm just gonna heart them I don't feel like writing back to all these even though some were so sweet you know and I and I appreciate and I maybe I'll make a story thank you for your sweet messages um anyway back to my normal content now
0: uh (laughs)
1: which like literally after you posted Joey you posted your ass and I was like okay we're back and we're back to the ass (laughs) because I was like I was like Anna you're getting too sad this is too too sad now. Change change the beat. Isn't it a <laughs> thing where it. you're like, I ha-, you feel
0: so not guilty because you're like, I obviously needed that. I needed to post about it because like that's what we do. But when you have not been posting your normal stuff, you have to make an announcement. Like, and we're back to this stuff, and then you got to post yeah. like a crazy something insane to bring you back. Yeah. Because what's sad,
1: I think there's a glitch on Instagram or something. But what's sad is I did post Joey and lose about a hundred followers.
0: So <laughs> you know what? Anything personal, I fi- I'm finding, unless you're like a full time content creator lifestyle creator where everybody knows every little hair that's on your head they don't like the personal shit they just want they just want the content videos i
1: don't know Mean. i don't know mean care about me i'm not just a wig i'm a person (laughs) okay i have feelings well you don't want you don't even want those followers anyways it's fine i did post a chris jenner video yesterday morning though and i knew about joey and everything but i was like i I still wanted to post my normal shit i don't want to make the whole day sad you know (laughs) I was like, Anna just wait, can't live with he it. She's also was still al- consistent. He was still, alive, he was still alive. So I wasn't going to po- post about him until it happened. And it was like confirmed, you know. So it yeah. was. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It's sad. I almost flew home. I literally was like, you you panic. And you're like, should I fly home? Should I look at like this? And I'm going back in like two and a half weeks. I'm like, uh, it's, it's fine. Anyway, thank you for letting it's me vent. to. You have to. And- Thank you. Um, yeah, everybody sends um, loving messages to Anna because
0: it's uh just to hear everybody else's stories too. When I lost my dog Coco, I everybody was sending me stories of their how their elderly dog passed and what they went through. Um, it's good to have that
1: community because
0: you feel yeah as though you're not alone.
1: And I like the rainbow bridge Definitely. story. You know, I like thinking mm-hmm. he's in a place he's swimming all summer. You know, yes. he's watching TV. He really loves TV. It's weird. It's I've never seen a dog watch so much TV. Like bark at the TV anytime an animal is on. Could be a horse, could be a kitten, doesn't matter. He feels the animal connection. I've always wondered he about that. I'm like can they see it. animals? Jared he can. And Jared has so many videos of it. I'm like Jared needs to make a post of all the Jared. He has so many good videos Jared of it.
0: Jared is more in your family than you are. I'm sorry to say. But like I think he shed more tears than you have. Maybe you're maybe you have your mom and you where it's like you don't need to show the tears because you feel it internally. But I feel like Jared
1: is just so he feels more. Oh, he feels. I've I've <laughs> cried a lot. I cry a lot Ugh. actually, more than my mom. Beyond more than my mom, I'm I'm more like my yeah. grandmother. I cry when like you know at anything. And um and Jared doesn't cry all that much, but he really loved Joey. So this has been oh. a really sad week for Jared. And I, to the point where last night he starts crying again. And I looked at him and said, we have to be stronger. I can't, I can't look at you. Stop, (laughs) stop crying. (laughs) Be a strong person now. I was like, no more tears (laughs) to cry. Um, it hits you in different waves, you know, like with any kind of grief. Totally. Just like, oh my God, like it's going to be sad to go home. And like, he's not there. And like my poor father, it's his best friend in the whole fucking world. Um, Wait, literally, this is like kind of funny and I, but it's also so, so, so sad. But yesterday my mom, uh, she had to work in the morning before they had to take him in. So my mom's at work and my dad, she's, she's there, like, doing dad's it. dad's going to take him to his favorite places. You know, he's going to go to the hardware store where they have really good treats and then he's going to go to the clothing store across the street cause the owner of it, she really likes it. And I was like, and what's he going to say to them? oh by the way he's gonna die at 4 p.m like how do you how do you take him around town and and then let these people like no it's so it's so weird and i can't
0: yeah Sometimes i would it's just so
1: sad and weird that it becomes funny i'm like i'm like well what is he gonna get a treat and dad's gonna be like this is the last time you'll see him he's gonna go that would be the, <laughs> we're, like we're killing him at four 4 p.m. I'm like that's all awesome. This is his
0: last meal. This is what he wanted. No, I would I would totally pass over that. That would be the total Debbie Downer thing to move, to do. Like Oof. by the way, he's kicking the bucket at 4.
1: Like that's you can't so sad. No, but I'm so but happy he did gave laugh him the a little when I was of his dreams. Yeah, I did laugh a little when I was like his goodbye tour like this is <laughs> terrible.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Joey! Anyway, uh, it's sad, but you you had an I interesting thing happen this week, and I said we should totally talk about this on the podcast because it's something I yeah. think everyone here can relate to. I Tell brought it up the... to you
0: briefly, but but it's been it's not really it didn't bother me. It was just kind of a uh, what the fuck moment. I was like, what's am I crazy or are you crazy? So moved to. By the way, I live in New York, people. I'm getting DMs as, I, as I've been moving and I've been transitioning and showing. I don't even know why I'm showing shelves that I buy, but I'm like, if you're trying to save
1: space, these are the shelves you need. Okay, but also, can we just be honest right now? She's fully in a Hilton hotel room. Like, if you're watching this, your backdrop is like, um, how's the Hyatt today, huh? Do they have good room service
0: for you? The Hyatt just got a redo. They did amazing um, of this, like, striped, nice, beautiful. what would you call it? Kind of like a spa vibe. It's very neutral. I love the paneling up top. They've got the squares. I don't know the actual name for that. Is that, like, the French Gorgeous. chateau? yeah
1: would never know you were in brooklyn honestly you, you would really, absolutely have no idea yeah okay here's
0: the thing my, <laughs> in my studio i would shoot and i liked my background because i actually had pictures behind my desk and it like it looked aesthetic um but then in this room it's just you know it looks cluttered i don't want it to look so chotchky clunky you know what i'm saying so then i just put this background and let me tell what you I it do. looks like i don't even wall, have a blank honey. i don't even have a blank wall in this apartment
1: because it's so small i have shelves on every inch corner of the wall okay so she's loving it we love this apartment <laughs> she's
0: <laughs> she's really thriving right <laughs> i will say it's not permanent it's it's where we live now but um no, it's, it's permanent a, nothing's permanent it's a great space but like but like it's too clunky so i put up a green screen and now i'm in the hilton slash hyatt slash marriott it is what it is okay so back to your story so back to the story, I went to go see one of my friends, my close high school friend, she moved to New York and I'm so excited because now I have people where I'm like, yo, I'm going to come see you. She just moved into her new apartment. It's in Lower Manhattan right underneath the Manhattan Bridge. So like the train, you can hear literally she's like underneath the train and that's loud. It's a little, that's loud little for little tough for sound. I walk in there I'm like, Jesus, this whole place is shaking when the when the train goes over. But now, I'm so excited
1: early 20s because that was me I was like I can handle a six-floor walk up oh. fuck that I'm strong That's, and young and then you think back and you're like I would never l- never well the funny
0: thing is a lot of people when you we move I didn't see the my first apartment I didn't even tour it I just trusted the girl that I was living with and I was like you got it I ended up living in a two-by-two room no closet it was a cell no the same i think they neither of them toured it and they're both they moved from dc so <laughs> it's the two of them and they're like yeah it's freaking loud we use earplugs we didn't know it was going to be super loud i was oh, like oh my shit. god i'm so sorry cuz they're like directly underneath the train oof so as a friend does you bring anybody if you move into some place you bring some stuff you know i brought flowers and then i brought i was thinking of bringing wine but i was like you know what it's during the week let me just bring so the makings of like a yummy little appetizer. So I decided on a Caprese salad. So I got basil, mozzarella and some like nice ass tomatoes, like the different Class colors, like yellow, yellow, green, red, whatever they're called. What are they called? They're like a special name for these tomatoes. Heirloom,
1: honey. Heirloom tomatoes. Are they, are they heirloom, but even with the different colors, it's heirloom tomato season right now. So I'm going to guess that's what you got. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and I as a person for seasons, who worked I love in fine dining, you know, it's heirloom tomato season right now. Strawberry season Stone fruit season. Stone fruit. I recently picked up some cherry plums. Phenomenal. Plums, peaches, nectarines, cherries. You know, phenomenal. Tis the season. Okay, so you bring over uh, tomato mozzarella caprese salad. That's that's beautiful. That's nice.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. All right, she's gonna put the flowers in a little pot. I walk in there. And I'm like, so good to see you. We haven't seen each other in a while. We've we've texted, but um, I haven't seen her in a while. So I gave her a big hug. And I was like, I brought over some treats. She was like, Oh my God, I love the flowers. You don't have to do that. I don't even have a vase. So she just like sets them on the table. I was like, oh hey, you can just use a cup, but sure, put the flowers on the table. Don't put them in water. <laughs> Let me it's just fine. watch them die in front of me. me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, they've already been in a train. I mean, come on, you gotta put them in water, they're dying. So then I take out the stuff and I'm like, oh, I just brought stuff for some caprese salad, like whatever. Thinking she's immediately going to take out a board, start cutting up the mozzarella, start serving it real nice, do a little balsamic glaze. She's like, oh, my God, I just ate. But if you're hungry, like, feel free to have some basil, like whatever you want. I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. now it's awkward. Now now I'm like, it's totally fine. I'll put it in the fridge. And in an hour, we can revisit this. Yeah. Okay. So we're sitting on the couch. (laughs) An hour goes by. We're catching up. We have so much to catch up on, and she's she had a rough week. We had a we had a somebody pass in our high school, uh, like big, humongous, like group of people. It was like a mutual friend. So we were having we were just talking about that, and no water was offered, not hmm. even tap. I mean, nothing. And we're we're to the point where we're so close that like I don't expect that. But it's just no. What you should expect you that you're adults. Yeah, yeah. You can say like, I expect I'm that. I'm in your like, new apartment. The only thing I love we you you and I love nothing more than having somebody in our apartment and just like just doing the most as the host.
1: Yeah, right. Although I yes, except I I was bad to you as a host recently, which I'll talk about afterwards. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, yes. no. I was so no, I love over, if if I'm your extra inviting someone over. If I'm inviting someone over, absolutely. I want to have some appetizers out. I want to have, you know, some wine, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I I agree with you. Completely. We were raised to entertain. Exactly. So
0: I I was just a a little turned off that I was like not even water, but I did have a a bottle. So I got my bottle out. started drinking it. I'm fine. I'm self-sufficient. And we're just still talking. And um, I was like, okay, looking at my clock, it's gone on two and a half hours. She's like, oh, you know what? You You can take out a cutting board and just like make some caprese if you want it. Because I'm, I'm, like, full. I, I've eaten already. I was like, no, I'm not going to eat the caprese by myself. I brought it for us to share. And then she,
1: like, looks at the nice tomatoes. She's like, oh, my God. You're giving me all these tomatoes? I was like, yeah, so cut them up. What the hell is going I on? I have she- taken them. If she was that, like, rude about it, I'd have been like, well, if you're not hungry, I'm going to bring this and eat it at home. I'm not making a <laughs> salad here for myself.
0: Well, I was like, what. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're close enough. I could totally go into her kitchen, take out my own knife, look around, because I don't even know where anything is, and start, like, making my own caprese. But I would never do that if she wasn't going to eat with me. I'm not just going to bring food to eat it for myself. Yeah, yeah. So I I also had, like, right, a bag of chips, and I just, like, opened that, and I was like, all right, I'll eat this. But I walked out of there, and I was like, am I crazy? Or, like, if you bring food to somebody's house, and you go, I brought this, and it's clearly, it's an easy one, two, three steps, Right. Wouldn't you just make it and just save it in a container if there's leftovers? You don't just like wait to eat it without the person,
1: right? Yeah. It's that's a weird that's weird. Yes. It was almost like, you know, rude. Borderline rude, what? I'd say. Like and I yeah. And uh I just I was very It's confused. not I, the right etiquette.
0: It's not. I would never bring a caprese to you. I would get some I would get some vegan Mott's cheese. Like I know. I no. would like, I would bring something else to you. You know what I mean? No, I I would bring something like that. We wouldn't even need cheese for. But I knew that she likes like we've had caprese salad before. So it was like a thing. And uh, and I was really looking forward to those heirlooms and basil and moths. And did I get any? No. Could I have asked for it? Yes. But I didn't want to be that person. So, oh, my God, um, I enjoyed our conversation, but I was a little I left hungry. I'll say that
1: sometimes you realize when you go see friends from from like growing up and stuff like they haven't aged in a A mature way like you Uh, yeah and you're like oh wait you still live like a child like I see that sometimes with people's apartments even on Instagram I'm like I'm like how does this person live like it's so messy or like you know it's like right how many you know I don't know it's just it's funny to see like people's etiquette you know when you haven't Mm -hmm. seen them in a while how Mm -hmm. do they live on their own it's definitely a a thing, but I do think if you are showing up to someone's to see someone's new apartment and you bring something, you should be like, "Oh my god, let's let's make it. That's so nice of you." But if she doesn't yeah. cook and if she doesn't have any kind of like, you know, I don't know, skills, then maybe she was like, "Oh, I don't even have a knife." Like, uh. <laughs> like so okay,
0: yeah, that's true. If, if if everything was still in boxes, I'm not expecting. I'm like, let's get out of here. Let's go eat. I toured your place. I saw what I needed to see. Let's go. But we sat there for like three and a half hours. Yeah, that's too long. I'm chomping on some like some biscuit chips. I'm like, this is crazy.
1: So anyway, if somebody comes over to your house, serve them up some stuff. Okay. I was going to tell you, this reminded me a couple weeks ago, maybe like a week, two weeks ago, I went to a friend's who had like a a cute like hangout with some girls. And I'm not a girl. I'm not a girl's night girl. Like I hang out with you. But like, you know, seven girls, like, I don't know. I just don't do that often. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it's like ah uh-uh.
1: no. Uh, no, it was nice and fine. I just I don't yeah. do that often. Whatever. Yeah. And everyone was bringing something and I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to make a an artichoke dip. I have a really good artichoke dip recipe. I love it. I'll Ooh, bring an artichoke yes. dip." And um and she was like, oh, great. And and it's you know, you bake it in a dish like my di- mm-hmm. my dip. So it's like a hot one. And I I baked I, I put it in a in a baking dish of mine. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to be like, do you have a di-? like I didn't want to risk it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of dishes people have. So I was like, put mm-hmm. it in a dish that, you know, you can bake and you'll take your dish home or you'll pick it up another day, whatever. And uh and I bring it and I bake it at her place and it's phenom. OK, I'm sorry, but it's fucking you did a good job. Veggies and store bought ranch. Honey, I've made a an artichoke dip from scratch and at the end you know there was a lot left over or whatever and i said um if you want i can come and get my if you're gonna you know you, you finish it i'll come get my dish another day no problem come get the dish class and thank you and but then she goes oh i won't eat it after today i don't eat stuff like this after after parties and i was like huh Uh, Like, and someone else goes, what, what do you eat? (laughs) Celery. And she goes, yeah, I eat a lot of like vegetables and, you know, and fruit. And, and I don't eat chips like in a, in an artichoke dip, like, like if, unless it's like a, a party. And when she said that it was so like, I won't eat this. She goes, I mean, maybe my husband will maybe. And, and I love this person. I'm not trying to like, you know, but I, it was such a weird reaction that I go, that's fine. I'll eat it. I'll just take my dish now. <laughs> and I was like, so I wrapped up my dish in tinfoil and put it in a bag. Cause I was like, she's not going to eat it. Maybe her husband will eat it. Jared loves it. I love it. I fucking have other chips at home. I'm not, I didn't take right. like my bag of chips back or anything. You know, I was just like, okay, right. I'll just take whatever's left over in my dish because you're not going to touch it. An, that's an interesting situation. Cause she
0: honestly, in the long run, she was saving you time to go back True. and pick it up and she was just being brutally honest maybe her approach was a little abrasive but she could have just been <laughs> a little nicer about it like i'm not going to eat this but um yeah she was kind of saving you she's like no you and you go enjoy <laughs> it i i love this but like i would have made up a story like uh i'm heading at it down. i got to remove everything from my fridge anyways <laughs> some shit cuz i didn't want i i'm like overly worried that it's going to be
1: rude but yeah it was I, straight I up like i was like it was daunting and i was like okay yeah. well sure I, i'll eat this in about four or five hours so I'll be be hungry again (laughs) maybe on my way back you know just stick my finger in that dip and just slurp it up I don't know oh my god she didn't need to say it like
0: that yeah so there's there's just there's um there's etiquette okay and I just think that that some people don't know the universal etiquette they must have missed the memo you guys realize as soon as
1: I come back to New York and I go to Andrea's apartment, I'm bringing tomato and mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bring a caprese. I'll be like, it's so weird. I just like happen to have this ball of mozzarella and and heirloom tomatoes in my bag. <laughs> now, there's so many
0: other safe things to bring to a house, too. Like for us, I know I would bring those special macaron almonds, not macaron, the the delicious um, like white almonds that are like flavored. They're seasoned. Marcona. Marcona. Bitch knows. Mm. Yeah yeah like I, I have a list of pe- of things for each person that I know is their fave in my head like I can't so remember funny. what day is certain things but I remember what people like I, I make mental notes
1: she's good she's good she's got mental notes um wait we so. have a couple other topics that we wanted to get oh my god to. we have we have so many too Go many Go and we only it. have a little time wait first of all congrats to Britney Spears her book is coming out huge announcement <sighs> long, overdue. long overdue long I mean, overdue. I I can't wait to read it. Uh, Although I was a little worried, her like press, you know, video. Did you see her when she talked? You, you did. We talked about. Oh yeah, she. Oh yeah, (laughs) when she was like, I had a lot of therapy. Like she's staring into the
0: camera, (laughs) into the camera. A lot of therapy for this. I'm ready to release this book, and then
1: yeah, grabs some sunglasses, gets into it, and then Sam is in the background going, "It's too much. It's too much. It's enough." (laughs) We're good. Cut, cutting, cutting the camera, cutting, cutting I, now. <laughs> I love to see that Sam is somewhat nearby because I always
0: think she's just posted. She's just putting her phone up and then recording herself dancing in yeah. all these different outfits. And Sam is nowhere to be found.
1: But he was actually recording her for this video. He's a good Instagram husband. Yeah. It's nice he to is. see that. I'm glad. Um, And, I, you know, we're all going to read that book. Like, you know, I, we're going to need like three episodes to cover the Britney book.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
1: no, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, What what we're going to hear in that is basically all of her trauma that she experienced like she's doing a full tell-all
1: yeah yeah it's gonna be good no. do you think she'll do like an oprah interview i'm like hoping there's like a, a book tour you know and she does some big fucking interview like that like maybe oh, yeah. Oprah's not the right one to interview her but like someone someone juicy on tv you know i'm a little concerned that she doesn't have the press team that she needs considering that
0: was her video for releasing the news of her book <laughs> So I don't know if there's very much of a strategy behind, but I, but I hope for her sake there is, cause she's been gypped, she's been used and she needs a good team that believes in her and wants the best for her. So I can only hope that she's got a team that's ready to, that's booking her for all of these appearances. Cause it's gotta be, it's gotta be a select like two. She can't be doing all the press stores cause I, yeah, it's too much opportunity. It's, there's certain people that really
1: can't be doing too many interviews and I'm, I'm thinking there's of a couple someone I'm not going to say them, but there's someone who has a book out who wants to come on our podcast and I haven't booked her as a guest, but the Caroline but Calloway, the Caroline Calloway has her, the book that she promised people in 2020 that never came out called scammer. So she's just, she leaned in hard, she leaned in of it all, but it's also like a tell all and I want to read it. And I told her, I want to read your book. And then she was like, I want to come on the podcast. And I was like, Oh my God, we'd love to have you. But can I just tell you the only way to read her book? It's sixty five dollars, which I've never wow. paid for, even in college. I think like even like a textbook, sixty five dollars on her website, and I'm like, maybe she'll give us one because I want to read there it. A Kindle we have her version? version, yeah. I, I, no, it's self published, so and got it. Wow. There's art. There's art. It comes with a ribbon. You know, it's a whole it's a whole to do, but I I don't have sixty five dollars right now to spend on a book, and that's yeah. tough. Yeah A little tough um, <laughs> Happy to have my her Christmas on though
0: But I, I do want I do want to read the book Before she comes on For sure
1: Yeah I mean if not We'll just talk to her about Like what life was like Being a scammer You know And like She dug herself out of debt With OnlyFans And like Quite, quite a crazy story But Whatever Whatever What else do we have here? What else do we have here besides books?
0: Besides Ugh. books, uh, reality TV. We're talking Crappy Lake because it just premiered. Anna and I—I I mean, we we've, have been—we've just been texting back
1: and forth about it. That's it.
0: That's it. You guys, Luann no longer Countess, just Luann Desleps De Desleps Lay Desle. What is her last name?
1: I can never De, say it. Beau Soleil. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Luanne Del- Deliceps. There we go. Let's just call her Luann. Luann, Lou, and
0: Sonia. They're heading over to Benton, Illinois, also yeah. known as Crappy Lake, because that's where it smells like crap. And they went there. And it's basically The Simple Life reimagined. Um, we, the, we watched loved, the first two episodes.
1: Yeah. If you loved The Simple Life, tune in because they're not paying us to say this. It was a really... Yeah. It was a very funny show. And like these two women... Yeah. Are are so opposite yet so down to clown and it's it's they're (laughs) it's the best. They flew private to go to this fucking place. They flew
0: private. Benton, Illinois put out a red carpet for them. It's (laughs) such a small town. It's it's the perfect quintessential small town. And um, all the people there are just so cute and so quaint and everything is so so
1: easy. And these women are like, okay, they're so. Horny. The best part is, is Benton, the town, was not told what celebrities were coming. <laughs> they were just told S- Hollywood celebrities are showing <gasps> up in our small oh town. God. And then they asked them. Remember, someone was like Vin Diesel. Is it gonna be Vin Diesel? The other nobody? Like, Kim in Kardashian. They're like, it's <laughs> ba-
0: it better be Kim Kardashian. Or like, oh boy, oh boy, do we have some people coming for you guys?
1: <laughs> so Vin Diesel, yes, please. <laughs>
0: please
1: (laughs) I was like are they gonna even know them no most of them don't you as you can see one guy one guy I'm sorry (gasps) we're gonna talk a lot more about this we're gonna do a bonus episode of literally just crappy lake but one guy he's like yeah and he's like Leanne is that her name I don't watch their show their Leanne thought,
0: thought their name was Leanne. They don't even know. I love hearing the men's responses. Cause the men are totally checked out. They don't watch Bravo. So they're yeah. just like Leanne and Sonja. It's tough. It's tough. But yes, if you guys missed that, we're doing a full recap episode coming out. We'll say it's coming out Friday. Um, of yeah. episode one and two, whenever we feel like it, but we're recording it right after this. So it'll and also, be out. We've we're got working lots of on,
1: we're working on their impressions. You guys, I think as much as we love our Courtney and Chris, I think it's time to release a little new duo into the universe. And it these two are funny as fuck. And I, I don't know. We were laughing, thinking about what we should do yesterday. So like, just brace yourselves, you know, the contents come. We've we got content coming
0: out. We've got something. But we yeah, i content I'm struggling. Meeting. I made
1: Dre have a we did. content. I'm like, I we was did a like, content meeting. no, Anna, you loved we- it. <laughs> I did. I did. We talked for an like, hour. Talk to me. My dog is dying right now. Please, <laughs> please. Can I like, like, put, right, a we, put on a wig? I'm going to put on a wig. I'm going to be your Kris Jenner. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I oh, just, also, Yeah. I was going to say also in the in the unscripted in the reality world, the, the the Kardashians of it all. I mean, are you caught up? You watched a little, right? She watched. Yes,
0: I watched. I watched the fight episode, but I I got to the point where they were planning Chris's birthday, but didn't have Chris's birthday. But I saw the fight. I saw it wasn't even a fight. You're right. It was a conversation
1: between Courtney and Kim. It was a mature fight. Yeah, no hair pulling. No, no. you know, beating each other up. No, it was just a lot of rich people problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but for let's set the record. Who do you side with?
1: Ah. It's tough because I want to say I get it. I get Courtney's. I get Courtney's. You know, side. But I also, it. I I think I have to side with Kim because I don't think she was trying to take away from her wedding. I don't think she was trying to. You know, Kim's. You know, it's it's a it's a fine line. I don't know. I don't know if I have a side. Who do you pick for
0: this? I picked. I pick Courtney. I side with Courtney because. Kim has so many opportunities. She already is number one. She is just so competitive. And I feel that it was a little distasteful. She could have done anything in the world, but she chose something so, so in line, so similar. And then even after they fought, she still sided with herself. She was like, and by the way, she stole my wedding country. And my wedding singer, and it's like you can't own a country, okay? Also, everybody gets married in
1: Italy. Also, Kim, you've been married three, four times. This is Courtney's only <gasps> also, wedding. Winner of this fight is Andrea Bocelli. I mean, everyone's fucking hiring oh, him now. <laughs> oh my god! You know who got? He's got the same. He's got the same publicist as Che.
0: He's he's popping mm-hmm. off. Popping, Mr. Off Andrea, Andrea Bocelli,
1: Bocelli. <laughs> who was my wedding. Also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My wedding musician.
0: Who, since when is Kim's favorite male singer, Andrea Bocelli? Did that not just like shock <laughs> everyone? I was like, wait, what?
1: That was amazing. But then it gets even better because Chris and Kim are like back in Dolce and Gabbana world in Italy. And it's like, here yeah. we go again. Here we go. Wait, um, are they posting things because it's relevant to the show or are they posting because they're actually back? They're actually confused. there. Wait, a, they were actually there this week. There was a Dolce & Gabbana show this week in Italy that also SAG after President Fran Drescher showed up to. So that's why she was there. They were there, yeah. And basically, she—I bet she wouldn't have been posted. I don't know that she was posting that I'm in Italy right now, but Kim posted a photo with Fran Drescher being like, "My hero! I always watched you on The Nanny. I love you. I love your style. <sighs> Growing up, blah blah blah." And there's a photo of them being like. <sighs> we love each other and the whole you know everybody in entertainment was like what the fuck like here we are out on the picket lines holding up the signs Fran and our, these... our lord and savior is out in an Dolce Gabbana fashion show in Italy with Kim Kardashian what is happening um, oh my god I totally I'm, I'm I'm
0: totally going crazy but I should have had my friend Lucho you know my old roommate in LA Lucho yeah photographer Lucho. He was just at a wedding in Italy and he sat next to Fran Drescher
1: Ah He sat right well, next
0: to her. He took he he took a video of her. So I, I should we should get a little snippet of his thoughts. I just texted him and was like, How was Fran? And he was like the best person I've ever met. And I was like, Okay, give me more than that.
1: Um, that was it. We love her. I, we I'm gonna do another Fran. We love her and the negotiations for saying <laughs> I'm, I'm your president it's your I'm your sang after president it's me brand rusher
0: (laughs) okay do her with a green screen behind you with italy behind her and be like I'm getting to all of the negotiations right after this I was
1: that was the exact video hold on hold on one second Kim Kardashian (laughs) I'm a huge fan of yours (laughs) I'm already dying at it do it do it do it Kim Kardashian I love your work Kim <laughs> it's all beautiful in person. <laughs> it's a combo. It's a combo of Steve, and <laughs> of Steve. And I gotta just listen to her one more time, and then I'll be good. Kim Kardashian. Oh, Her voice has gotten lower though over the. It has. She's not. She's not high like the nanny. No, she's down. Yeah, she's not. It's, it's. Yeah, she is. It's got a little deeper. And as the Long Island. You know where you you have like it's like a phlegm that just stays in the back of your throat. It's oh, like, yeah, oh, here we are at the sang negotiation all
0: the words blend into each other, yeah, so sang announcing sound
1: on that Christianer hi Christianer, <laughs> I love you dress, down her neck goes down
0: like this because this is this is how this is how they make their voice sound. But they they're like, "I'm so feeble, I've got nothing
1: left in me." Oh my God, we're, we're gonna so go over. if we everybody fight for the strike. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes nothing. We're gonna fight for all your residuals. Oh, Give it all you a, got.
0: It's gonna do be. Do you a feel beautiful. safe with with Fran Drescher? Do you think she's really fighting for the fight?
1: Is she or it, <laughs> who? Whose side is she on? Because I want to believe think she's she good. like wants bad things for actors, but uh, so I think you know. But I also think there's a certain level that you get to where it's like this doesn't really matter to you. You know what I mean? Right. But hopefully, right. Uh, I don't know. People don't like her as the president, but she ran. Uh, no one ran against her, so <laughs> she's the president again. So it was unanimous votes for France. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. You know, it's funny because I feel like. I think of her as the nanny. I don't think of her as, like, as, like, in charge of a union. Um, I have no idea. I don't, I don't, you know, the fact that she was in Italy is a little sus. We're like, wait, what? what yeah. What? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? A little who concerns. Who knows? Yeah. We're <clears throat>
0: approaching the end of the ep, but we did have a couple <clears throat> things left, so if we wanted to, like,
1: hit one of those things, I'm down. I'm down. Go for, for it. it. Pick it. You go for it. <laughs> Not pick it, like, strike pick it, but pick it, like, Pick I'm the gonna post topic to We have a strike. We have a a little tidbit, Chris in Court strike moment. And I'm gonna. I think we should post it today for in, in support of SAG after because Kim is now in SAG aftra
0: <laughs> Kim is in SAG. You would have thought that one of her other campaigns, many many
1: eons ago, would have would have um made her an She'd adequate been candidate in, for SAG. I would. I would think they've all been in SAG. Who knows? But because they've been on like SNL, they've been on TV shows and stuff. But yeah. TB, I, I don't know, but you know, she also was the one who was like, "And we're filming American Horror Story," and everyone was like, "What the fuck? They're filming something? We're striking." So Kim has Kim has kind of like brought up, <laughs> a pop- couple red flags for Hollywood. Yeah, lately. what the fuck? Can't be filming right now. No, they have been filming that. That that was a known thing. The Ryan Murphy projects were filming. We're already filming because the right because it was written before.
0: I guess. I guess. Hmm.
1: You know. Anyway. Tell me,
0: you were you were at Hillstone, which we love oh! Hillstone, the Big Wigs podcast. We
1: love Hillstone. We gotta do a big wig bites.
0: We're taking
2: those
1: big wig bites. Love it. Oh my God. You know, I had a show in Santa Monica and I it, and mm. it's a drive. It's a drive down there. And I thought and it was a late late show. And I said, Jared, let's go get dinner in Santa Monica. And he was like, "Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? We were gonna go to sushi. We were gonna maybe go to get uh, Italian." And I was like, "We could go to Hillstone and have it all, honey. You can have it all when you go to Hillstone. You could have a burger. You could have sushi. You could have pasta. You could have everything you want at Hillstone." And uh, and that's my big wig bite of the week. I had we had an amazing meal. Like, it, like it, to I leave and I, I think about it afterwards. We did the the sushi the um it's like the sandwich fuck i forget the name right now but you know what i'm talking about it's like it's like almost like a layered sushi yes Where it's like the spicy tuna and then the avocado and there's a little yeah. crab and there's like you know scallion mm. and it's it's layered like a beautiful tiered cake mm-hmm. and ah oh, ah oh, it's so delicious it's just like the best bite when you go to S- hillstone um, I'll post a, a photo of it because I took op- obviously I took photos of <laughs> this time. to remember this meal. But yeah, when you go to Hillstone, get that layered sushi. I think there's a name for it. And it start- I want to be like it starts with an O, but um, we have Omisaki. that. Omisaki. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going on the all, all the O words. Wait. And then we shared the grilled artichokes, which you gotta. Mm. If they're in season, you gotta get a grilled artichoke. I'm sorry. I don't care what restaurant you're at. But get it at Hillstone, and uh, dipped in like it's almost like a a French onion kind of dip that you dip it in. Yeah, ugh, love a grilled artichoke. And then we shared the uh, a kale salad. We we balled out, and you have to. You have to. I needed some greens, you know. I needed my greens, and then we got the fried chicken sandwich, which was almost like. like a chicken cutlet. It wasn't like a fried chicken piece that you would expect on a sandwich. It was like a cutlet piece and it was so fucking good. See, I appreciate that because it's more manageable
0: when it's like the huge chicken, too much chicken, not enough bread. When it's a cutlet, that's a perfect ratio.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I'm still thinking about it. I was like, mm. I can't and Jared was like, I've never been to Hillstone. I'm like, in New York, anywhere? Like there it, there's Hillstones all over the place. All and over the place. He was like, no. And so I was so excited, you know, when you bring someone to like a restaurant you love and you're and you're kind of worried because you're like, I've topped Absolutely. it up a lot in the car. <laughs> Is he gonna love it as much? But I think he does. Absolutely. I was Ugh. like two days Wait, later, I am like, I'm still thinking about it.
0: I wanna go tonight. I think I, I think I will. I think uh, I am wow okay <laughs> influencer Anna look at listen to that, that was, when you boom. when you come that's where we're going but
1: I didn't know how many locations are in are in LA of Hillstone because I know there's a couple oh, in there's New York, like and then one closed down right Beverly Hills there's Santa Monica there might be one in Pasadena there's a couple there's quite a few good to know quite a few quite a few yeah and it's if you haven't gone, I mean, like, I hope they sponsor this podcast. I, it's legit love. I love it. Don't order an espresso martini, though. We have learned they, they do not have an espresso martini on, it. on either coast. Honey, either because Jared ordered one, <laughs> and then like there was another table that was like we Damn. tried to order one too, and they said no. And then I they heard us talking about New York, and the server was like they the people behind you want to know do they have it in New York? And I was like nope, they do not because I had a friend who ordered it, and it was not, and they
0: didn't have it. shout out Hannah Burner all
1: she wanted there was an go. espresso
0: martini, and they didn't have it because they're like it's too messy with the espresso makers. I'm like it really isn't, but I can, and they were I like what can see else can how we get it's you? Extra. And I think
1: Hannah was like a oh, water. <laughs> I was like God, <laughs> she's it giving us. A martini, we don't want
0: it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Wait. Tell me, what's yeah. your big wig bite of the week?
0: We're we're calling this a big wig mini bite because it's really not a substantial <laughs> meal. But I was at Wawa because we love Wawa, they and love. I found uh, we were driving and we, they had um Skittles with the smoothie flavor. It's almost like the Starbursts only pink, but this is mm. Skittles smoothies. And it was just like a lighter sweetness. I don't know. Like all of them were just delicious, and I was just really, really enjoying it. And I know you're a Skittle fan, so Huge I wanted Skittles to bring fan. it up to see if
1: anybody had ever tried the Skittle smoothie. Flavor. What are the flavors? Can you give me a flavor? Can I? Can I just wrap my head around what the smoothie was? Is it like
0: it was like, a like strawberry banana smoothie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But they all are pink flavored. So it's like a strawberry banana. There was like a cherry, um, one that tastes like a cherry, a raspberry smoothie. So they all had like kind of like fruity berry flavors to them. I love that. But, but it was delish, delish.
1: It's like Erwan in a bite, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but cheaper. Exactly. Uh, I laugh like Chris uh, in my daily uh, life now. Uh, it's just something I have to accept. And that's what happened. You have happened. to. Thank you. Luann,
0: Luann does have something similar. She has like that deep kind of like, uh, it's a similar laugh, right?
1: I know. I know. I got to differentiate the two. I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. We got
0: to, we got to head out because we're going to go work on our, our Luann and Sonia and we're recording a separate episode, which will be out on, you can access it right where you find your Big Wigs podcasts. But yeah, a little little recap episode. Um, Recap episode. So if you haven't watched it, don't listen because there's going to be spoilers, but start watching so you can listen
1: yeah and follow us on youtube go watch that prank call if you haven't watched it yet okay we literally called the four seasons in philadelphia <laughs> in mike's studio um and everybody <laughs> put some comments on 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 our podcast you know welcome mike to the family we're so excited to work with him yes and make sure you follow us on instagram okay go find us there and uh stay tuned for some more chris and court you know they're always coming back at you they're coming at you and uh we'll it's see you next time love you see ya. Laters be a big wing.